Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! As a child, you would wait and watch for far away. But you always knew that you'd be the one to work while they all play. And you, you'd lay. Hello. Oh, hello there. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm trying to figure out the music. Ah, yes. This is the only thing giving me hope <laughs> for Wonder Woman right now. Yeah. Oh, this? Yeah. This is Imagine oh. Dragons. The song is called Warriors. Uh-huh. And I have had just this individual song on repeat at right. work, and I can't believe I haven't flipped my desk over with just uh, the adrenaline <laughs> from this song. Uh, I already have fire choreography to this whole thing <laughs> in my head for some upcoming events, but... Uh, yeah, th- this is the song that's featured in the Wonder right. Woman trailer, and uh, it's it's the only it's the only thing that's like, please, please let this one fly. Don't fuck her up. So if, if you don't, if there's one you don't screw up, let it be that one. So the press embargo. Oh, go ahead. You, you had something. I was just going to remind uh, PK that that Suicide Squad trailer was really good. No, I know, I know. That's what I say. I'm hope. I yeah. hope it had good music in it. So uh, the press embargo is not lifted until the day before the film opens, Duh. which is never a good, never song. a good thing. <laughs> However, some people uh, who have seen it already have sort of not really skirted the embargo, but have talked about it already, and. From the handful of people, and we're talking to literally a handful, it might be less than five, that response from that handful is positive. Okay. So I don't that's know. Encouraging. I don't, that's encouraging. It's not immediately I hate it, burn it with fire. Right. The, um, the question I have for that now is- But the is, problem is, who are those people? Who and, are those right. people? And did we have that same kind of storytelling coming out of BVS we and did, Suicide Squad? We did not like, out of BVS, but I think we did out of Suicide Squad. Uh, were, okay. Were they Warner Brothers executives? Yeah, no. <laughs> so, um, but again, having the embargo until- But at this point, I don't blame Warner Brothers for putting an embargo on it until the film. Oh, yeah. Because if you have two weeks of lambasting leading up to the opening of the you're, film, it's you're, you're dead before it even opens. And, that, right? and that's... So, it's, yeah. a, it's a little frustrating. That I, I'm, I... I don't. I don't honestly know why. I, I, I seem to remember the timing of, of movie reviews. Like the movie's coming out this weekend. Uh, Friday is release day. Right. Back, you know, back when I was a kid. So you know, Thursday on the newscast. Hey, the new Batman. Uh, uh, ba- Michael Keaton Batman's opening this Friday. I'll tell you and why. Here's what we have to say about it. And that, now we're like weeks in advance. Now I'll tell you why. It all has to do with box office revenue because now everybody everybody follows the trends and the tracking, right? Mm. So they know that Wonder Woman is already tracking at fifty six million or something like that for opening day, whatever it is. But they know that based on pre sales. Well, pre sales are driven by reviews, and some of it at least is driven by reviews and perception, right? right? So some people aren't going to buy a ticket if they hear that it's a hot mess; they're going to wait. Some people are going to buy a ticket regardless because they're going to want to see it no matter of course, what. Of course. So because. The financial aspect has been moved forward, right? Because remember, we never pre-sold. I mean, up no. until like maybe Star Wars, right? Like I remember going to the ticket, you know, forty-five minutes before the movie, you yep. bought your ticket you, and you, you went sit and there, sat down. You wait your ass online yeah, and you, you went, wait, you went and wait, that and wait. Late. Yeah. I was already inside holding thirty. No, seats. I'm talking about. I'm talking about growing up. I'm not oh. talking about. Oh. I'm not talking about like. Even college on, we were already at a pre-sale moment in that at right. that point. But growing up, like when I saw Jurassic Park 
I don't know, all 30 times in the theater. Mm-hmm. I just bought that. I just walked, just up, walked up and I bought, bought a ticket. Right? Yep. And it wasn't like anything crazy. But I think because all the other stuff has been pushed forward and all that trending and all that financial information is out there now. Right. They put out. They do those screenings early to drive buzz, to drive pre-ticket sales, so that they can say that the movie is tracking or trending at a certain number. But when you are wholesale responsible for five disasters, yeah. you kind of are a little hedgy against that. Right, well, so they're I, hedging yeah, their bets, and they're, no, they're afraid. No blame they for that be. approach at yeah. all whatsoever. They should be afraid, especially sure. considering more of the news. But before we get into that, OG, yes. we should say that this is Big Kev's Geek Stuff episode 400 and... Fifty-three. Fifty-three. Mm-hmm. It's on the Encyclopedia Prepsheetica. Oh, I see that. Yeah, there's, there's always things on here that aren't accurate, though. I, I actually made it fairly accurate. Alrighty, And it's the one we're calling blank because that's not on the Encyclopedia Prepsheetica. <laughs> no, because that's a conversation we have prior. That's true. But, yeah, uh, no, days. we are calling this one... Uh, when is enough enough? When is enough enough? <laughs> enough is enough. Apparently never because right at the top of the news... Right. Extensive Justice League reshoots have alleged, allegedly resulted in Zack Snyder's feature being remade twice. All right, so <laughs> let's let's talk about this first. The this uh, comes from a single anonymous source, exactly. Right? So you have to take it with a huge, gigantic salt lick. Um, yep. mm-hmm. Even though that's the case, right? It, I would not be surprised. It doesn't seem the remote. Un, it's not like uh, what? You, who is that site we always make fun of? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like El them. maybe. Yeah, no, El no maybe. Latino. Yeah, well, El maybe he's yeah. now heroic Hollywood. Or oh, whatever, whatever yeah. he is. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, like, it's not like it, it's not like coming from a site like that. Number right. one and number two, that's the, everything in this article completely within the realm of possibility. No, absolutely. But I, I, I think it's only. I like to think that we try to keep certain things you know we try to report accurately on as much as we can so i think it's important to say at least that while all of this seems very plausible and likely it is coming from one anonymous source and so you have to at least understand that going in but that anonymous source uh speaking on a condition of anonymity uh this came from the splash report by the way uh our source said that in the 17 months between the start of principal photography and the final cut arriving in theaters in november that the film will have essentially been remade twice so i love the ellipsis but yeah have been remade twice <laughs> and right below that they're in the process of scheduling further reshoots right there it doesn't are end more there reshoots yeah. coming soon mm. And uh, there have been a bunch, but they're going to do more. So, so what the potential yeah. we have here is uh, a big fat mess in the box office. Right. Potentially, speculative. Right. Uh, which will later be a rated R big fat mess in the six-hour uh, Snyder Ultimate right. Mega Cut. But it explains more about what... No, it no, doesn't. No, it doesn't. Did you see all the memes, by the way, on Sunday? Happy Martha's Day. I thought, that was, I thought that was very funny. No, clever. I didn't see them. It's a That's bunch funny. of those going around. It's very funny and very clever. You know, speaking of yeah, DC, there are some positive things that happened this week with DC. Injustice 2 came out. Oh, oh very nice. Okay. Yes, yes. I know where you were going there. I got a couple things. I, I got a couple. Injustice 2 came out this week. Um, I went to the uh, 9 p.m. release at my local GameStop and picked it up that night. And I'm already... Um, a decent chunk junkie. into the into the story mode. No, um, but it plays out very well. What character are you playing? Well, in story mode, no, in story mode, you <laughs> you play the characters where the story oh, is. See. So uh, you start off as Batman. You move on to um, Green Arrow and Black Canary. From there, from there, you move on to Harley. And I'm right at the point where you start playing Flash. Um, for a bit of the game now. So uh, the story's strong. It picks up where the last one left off. You know, Batman has Superman trapped and not out. Um, and, you know, chaos ensues. But it's fun. And it looks great. It sounds great. Cool. Um, it's definitely saucy because at, at least one point in time, Black Canary says shit. And, oh. And Ali cusses a couple times too. And Batman, oh Batman does not cuss even when he's talking to young Damien. So, but uh, everybody else seems to throw the profanity around quite nicely. So. You mean it's R-rated? It is R-rated. 
It is R rated. Is it R rated or more a PG thirteen game? Uh, no, it's it's probably P. Well, I don't know. I mean, Did they hit it with an MA. Butts. It's, it's butts and boobs. You don't see butts and boobs. The violence is pretty decent, though. So. Is, it, is, it yeah. a, is it an MA or is it a? Uh, honestly, I don't know. It's got to be that language has to be MA. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily. If I it mean, has that language, it I has mean, to a, be a PG thirteen, you know, you get away with uh, all the shits. You yeah, know, but I don't know if the, the, the game's way. rating might be slightly different than yeah. the movie rating. So, but before we get too far off of movies, which yeah. we already did, mm-hmm. I wanted to share with you guys that I took in yet another one of the fantastic Fathom events today, Ooh. which I constantly tell you guys that you need to be following and take uh, uh, a part of. And I saw the fifth element nice. on its 20th anniversary with a great sort of um, featurette of Valerian. In did you go with Retailer nice. X? I did go with Retailer. Yeah, I saw yeah. that he went. Yes, yes. Uh, the Fathom events are always, they always are wildly inconveniently timed for me. And I, I yeah. there's been so many that I've Sunday. wanted to see. Yeah. And I, uh, it's, uh, there's always either something going on yep. for me or, or it's Sunday and I'm, I'm recovering from things right. that went on you've the night a, before. You've got a plot ahead. What's good about it is that's twice on those days. It's usually two and seven. Right. right. On the Wednesday prior, or sorry, the Sunday and then the Wednesday that follows it. I, of course, got the- I've seen a couple of the Fathom events. You have? I have, yeah. Um, um, I've seen two Doctor Who events. I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, yeah, but you should definitely check those guys out, man. They have classic stuff. They 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 release like the rest of their classic stuff that they're gonna put on the big screen right. for the rest of this year. Nice. They, and uh, it's that like, was the one at the Jaws screening you talked about. Yeah, like Jaws, year, right? Planet okay. of the Apes. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of them, oh, and I'm gonna go to a bunch of these, uh, including uh, Godfather, Some mm. Like It Hot, Princess Bride. Smokey and the Bandit, uh, Casablanca's 75th anniversary. Nice. I mean, I know maybe, you know, maybe people don't like old movies, you know, yeah. that are like cinematically important. But if you do, this is going to be your only shot probably yeah. to see it on the big screen. As PK, I was discussing this with PK outside before we started taping. You know, the movie theater experience is becoming more and more niche. Sure. And the more yeah. niche it gets and the more and the closer it gets to being gone, the less likely you are to get to see these movies on the big screen. Sure. And I take I try so hard to take every opportunity I can to go see them. Mm. And it's good that you, you support those and, and I and it, it breaks my heart that you were one of six people six you said people at today. the at yeah. the Fifth Element mm-hmm. event today. Now granted it's a Wednesday. Um school is not fully done yet, right, so correct. you know, there is that. Uh, but it, it breaks my heart. So, that so people I went aren't, to the two o'clock. Also, in yeah. fairness, so. it breaks my heart that people aren't aren't supporting these and checking them out because the, these are they're these are really great ways to experience the great movies as they were intended to be experienced yeah, exactly. on a, on a big screen. Yeah. And we we certainly have the big screen experience at home. That's awesome. That's great. I I certainly prefer sitting home to to watch many of the movies sure. that I do. But there are some things that are uh, there's an unmistakable wonderfulness to being in a theater with a packed theater with a bunch of people experiencing something uh, uh, transformative or sure. just exciting or, or whatever. It's there's, there's really something to be said for that experience. And we've lost that because people are frustrated with talking and then that became texting and then it became, you know, just every stupidity. other kind of you, issue and just general lack of respect for the art that's happening on stage. You can get sued for uh, texting in a movie theater now. Good. Oh uh, yeah. Apparently. Did, did you read that story today? I, I heard whispers of it, yeah. but I, I yeah, some guy is suing the girl he went to see Guardians Two with, really for texting during yeah. the movie. Jeez. But he's suing her for like seventeen dollars, and he's like suing her just for the cost of the Ridiculous. ticket. He sounds like an ass, but anyway, I, I get the point. I get the sentiment. But yeah. come on, it's, it's um, back off a little bit. Did you uh, did you watch this week's Flash yet? Uh, was that the trap one? It was the yeah, like King Shark is in it, and no, Snart is in it. Ah, uh, I won't spoil it for you then. No, you can. You can there's there's it. a pretty funny line in there with the with King Shark. You know they 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 have to break into. Yeah, he's uh, like guarding something. He's guarding yeah. something, right? And Barry recruits Cold to help him out. And uh, at one point in time, he kind of tries to take out uh, Shark, and uh, Snart says, "Yeah, it reminds me of Jaws, where they didn't show the sn- they didn't show the shark because they couldn't get it to look good." Just a very funny. That's pretty funny. It, it was really funny. Although they've done a great job recreating that character oh, on the yeah, show. Totally. The CGI is really uh, is really nice. Um, quickly talking about Flash, and then we'll move on with some of the stuff actually on the prep sheet. Uh, Flash twenty two came out today, which is Button Part Four. Yes. Um, without giving anything away, um, I really liked it. Um, I like how DC is handling this 
event. So for those of you who have been following along, Rebirth happened, which started the whole button Watchmen tie-in to the DC Universe. Right. And it was a couple of issues. And then it kind of took a back seat. Right. And mm. those books kind of did their own thing for a little bit. And there were little nods here and there, right. primarily in Flash. But there were little nods here and there to things that were going on. And then you have this four-part event, the button. It was two issues of Batman, two issues of Flash, four-part event. And they kind of take it to the next step, right? But they leave it there. Yes. And then the next part of it is going to be in November. Uh -huh. The Doomsday Watch is with the, with the uh, Doomsday Clock or Correct. Doomsday Watch. Did you see what the image looks like? I did, yeah. So it looks like the Doomsday Clock, but the Superman symbols at midnight. Right. That book comes out uh -huh. on the anniversary almost to the day of, of the death of Superman. Age. Right. So, so the speculation can begin. Yeah, well, I mean, it's and, and it's appropriately named and all of those things. Yeah. But I like that they're taking it in these little chunks because I think it gives the story time to breathe. Right. Um, and it allows the books to also stay unique in between. So for those of you who are expecting like a huge reveal at the end of Button Part 4, um, it's a good reveal. It's not a huge reveal. Right. But it's playing out nicely, so you might want to check that out if you've been that's, following that that's story. That's cool. All right, we can jump back to the prep sheet. Um, we got our first official photo of... Oh, whoa, 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 hold on. What? We were talking about comics, and you didn't talk about Secret Empire. No. Oh! That, <laughs> so, the <laughs> subtitle for Secret Empire 2 um, should be called, This Steaming Pile Just Got Steamier. Yeah. Um, uh, Feel free to ruin the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, so... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So no one has although, to buy it. Right. Although it's been spoiled. It was spoiled two days ago online already. The the images got leaked. But um, the issue is a lot of horse shit. Uh, it doesn't focus entirely on Cap for most of the issue, which is kind of nice. You do get to see some of the other characters kind of deal with the situation they, they've uh, been in. Um, the story between Black Widow and Hawkeye is actually kind of halfway decent. And that kind of takes a nice turn. Um, but the issue ends with old man Steve Rogers making an appearance in the very last panel. Yeah. Not Hydra Cap. Old man, like a old, haggard lumberjack. Old man looking, Rogers? Yeah. Looking version of Steve Rogers. So is he some sort of time remnant? Is he ultimate Cap? And Hydra Cap is actually Cap? Is he a clone? Well, the, the writer, Nick Sorrentino, whatever his name is, has flat out said, no, this is Steve Rogers. It is not a clone. I'm going to take him at his word and say that it's not a clone. It's some other bullshit yeah. <laughs> half-assery. Yeah. Here's what it is. Guys, we're getting so much flack about this. We need to fix this shit ASAP. See, I don't believe that because I think there's, I think that the lead time on developing these stories is probably further ahead than they could have made corrective action on it. I don't disagree with you. But that being said... Whatever it is. Oh, and, and and to add insult to injury, by the way, it was supposed to be a nine-issue miniseries, Secret Empire. Today, Marvel announced that, no, it's going to be ten issues because that four ninety nine price point is too good to let go of. Yep. And they're gonna is it four ninety nine or three ninety nine? Maybe it's three ninety nine. I think it's three ninety nine. And they're going to need that money. Yeah. Because uh, they're canceling 30 titles. Yeah. Yeah, so... 30 titles this summer are going away. So if you don't want to read Secret Empire, uh, don't. I'll take the bullet for you. Um, uh, yeah, please don't read Secret yeah. Empire. Please. But, don't uh, buy it. Don't read it. Yeah. Unless you get it from some ubiquitous clandestine source. Right. And you feel like seeing what a train wreck looks like That's in right. comic book form. Then by all means, do that. But don't pay and, a dime to that company. And by the way, for those of you who are reading or who read the free comic book day issue of Secret Empire... Um, Somehow, some way, in the Marvel Okaniverse, Steve Rogers, Hydra Steve Rogers, is worthy enough to wield Mjolnir. I don't know how or why, but he wields Mjolnir. Dun, dun, dun. And is Hydra Cap. So how does that work? I'm not sure. I, no one cares. All right, moving on. Star Trek Discovery. We got our first photo released from it today. Oh, I didn't see that. This is, uh, this is the series that is going to debut on uh, CBS but for the initial episode, but then we'll move to CBS All Access for everything after, which is CBS's exclusive online streaming platform. 
Um, I don't know if there is an additional charge for that platform, although I suspect it's probably a dollar ninety nine or two ninety nine or something is. along those lines. Um, this to me is a bad move on CBS's part, and this is going. This kind of thing is is really going to end up being the death of streaming services because everybody is everybody has their own now, and they're charging for it. Yep. And at some point, the whole reason to cut the cord was because you were trying to reduce your cable bill, right? right? And but but if your cable bill is eighty bucks a month and you're paying sixty in streaming services between Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, but they'll CBS, make, CISO, yeah. Stars, but, but they'll but, make that argument. Oh, you're saving twenty bucks. Yeah, it's twenty bucks. Yeah, but at that point, in my opinion, and a couple of the people I spoke to at that point, for twenty bucks, you might as well just have cable. It's easier. It's an easier control system. I think. I think this is a shitty move for CBS to do to the fans. Because they're afraid of putting this show on regular TV. Right, because they're afraid that it but, won't succeed, that yeah. it needs a smaller audience. Right, but that they 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 want the draw or they want the, right. the traffic pushed to their site enough to take a risk by putting right. it there. And I guess the only outlet they have other than CBS proper would be CW, maybe? I mean, where else would they put it, right? Well, what I mean is they don't have – like Fox has FX and FXX, right? right so they yes. can do smaller budget shows on those channels and get away with it. CBS doesn't have anything. The closest thing they have is CW, which is a partnership with Warner Brothers. So um, I guess maybe, but I, 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 but where else would they put it? Uh, speaking of CW, by the way, Black Lightning, which was supposed to go to NBC, I think um, – did not get picked up at NBC. It did get picked up at CW. It is being developed by Greg Berlanti, oh, who is the mastermind behind the Arrowverse. Right. Um, so the everybody's assuming now at this point that he will just become part of that universe. There's no reason for him not to. So uh, that that's sense. pretty good. That's pretty good news if you're a fan of Black Lightning. That's good news if you're a fan of that universe. It it gives one more development to that universe. Are you a fan of Black Lightning? Give the GVM line a call. 201-730-BKGS. There you go. Yep. All right. Really? You're going to um, let him go on that? I'm going to let him go on that one. Speaking of other platforms that are developing other content, um, Netflix is developing The Witcher Saga uh, for their series. So The Witcher is, um, it was a book series based on a series of eight books. And from there, it's probably one of the most modern, successful video game franchises out there. I think it's on the third version of the game. Oh, is it's it? hugely popular. Okay. Uh, I think it's the, th is it the second or the third? I don't know. I, be I believe it's, it's more than one. I thought it was three, but it might be two. Okay. Um, but, um, so Netflix is developing it. It's a fantasy series. Um, I don't know. I've never read any of the books. Um, I've never played the games, but the games have always been on my radar as games that I want to play. I just don't have enough sure. time to play enough as it is. Like, right. I, you know what I mean? I still haven't cleared Horizon Zero Dawn. Now I'm like fucking knee deep in injustice. So, um, but I'm okay with it. I like Netflix. Netflix is a good platform. Um, it's a fantasy based series. It's pretty intense from what I've seen of the game. So it could be interesting. I'll definitely give it a, give it a look. Amazon is also developing um, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams, which is more of a um, sort of uh, an anthology type series. Let's not go back to the, uh, the the humor of last week. No, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, but I don't know what you're talking. This about. is a series of episodes. I believe each episode will be standalone. Um, but look, any any more Philip K. Dick, that's an okay thing in my book. I like yeah. I like his works. Um, I like the content that Amazon produces, generally speaking. Um, it's smart to do it now with Blade Runner coming out this oh, year, so that the, his well, you, name you, will be bandied about. You, you've got uh, you've got Blade Runner, you've got Man in the High Castle, which right. uh, which is uh, enjoying a, a pretty decent amount. And that's of on Amazon as well. That's also on Amazon. Yep. So uh, yeah, Philip K. Dick's work is everywhere. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, the the more the merrier, and uh, and maybe see some other stuff uh, that has been adapted. Not faithfully, and maybe take some faithful adaptations out of the uh, out of the whole work. Not there. to be confused with the 1984 movie Electric Dreams. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Who's the, did we find out who I'm, the dude I'm, is? In I'm that? looking it up right now because um, I, I forgot that. Uh, I that couldn't I believe I remembered that movie, but yeah, Electric Dreams from 1984 about the 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 computer that kind of takes over the dude's life. Uh, which is, I you know, that's something that's ripe for an interesting remake here in uh, in internet era times. Dude is alive. Is he really? What's his name? Lenny Von Dolan. Wow. 
when when is the last time that dude acted in anything? I feel like I haven't seen him since uh, Electric Dreams and maybe a, a Twilight, a, an eighties Twilight Zone episode or something. He was Harold Smith in Twin Peaks in nineteen ninety two. Yes, guess that's, Fire that's Walk right. Uh, he did pop up in there. Is he popping shoes, up in the new show too? Psych. He was on Psych. Who is this? Nice. Uh, this is the guy who started. The dude I used to Dreams. mistake for Boy George, not. In World's Boy George. It looks like TV. Uh, uh, get Up. Mm. Got a picture when of him? I was a kid. Uh, I'm working on that, sir. Um, but yeah, you, you'll probably recognize him once you see him. Uh, Dark-haired, blue-eyed dude. Not uh, anymore. Lanky and, uh, well, yeah, he's probably. <laughs> Not he, anymore. He's aged. He's got, no. uh, he's got, he's looking like Barry Bostwick now. He is looking oh, like okay. Barry Bostwick. Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. he looks like, what if Barry Bostwick and Barry Manilow. Wow. Merged. He looks like what if Barry Bostwick cut his hair? <laughs> because you see that dude lately? Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, wild he's, man. He's, he's got a little dude going on there. And um, like... Quickly going back to Witcher. The Witcher 3 came out in 2014. Video game. So, yeah, 3. And I think 4 is already planned. So, um, TJ Miller has uh, has given a little bit of insight into his character for Ready Player One. Now, the character that he's going to be playing mm. um, is Irock. Who is a character who was created for the film. This worries me. That it was created for the film or that yeah. it's T.J. Miller? Both. Um, I don't know why they had to create a new character for I, the film. There, that, that's the, ca- the film has so many characters already. It is already. a rich book. Yeah. It is a character-rich book. Yeah. And I, uh, I don't I mean, know why they needed to, to I, add this element I, in. I really – I like T.J. Miller. I'm not going to lie. I liked him in Deadpool. Mm. I like him on Silicon Valley. I liked him as his voice work in uh, Big Hero 6. Um, I think the only thing I didn't like him in was Transformers, and that's not probably his fault. So, right? Um, yeah, he grates on me. It's just one of those guys. Like, there's something about his voice that kind of cuts through, yeah. and it's a nails on chalkboard thing for me. I I really like him in Cloverfield. Right. Uh, right. He's he lends a great everyman voice to Cloverfield, and uh, I really love the work that he did in that. Have you seen? Have uh, you outside seen... of that, I I just I struggle with him. Have heavily. you seen any of uh, Silicon Valley? I have. Yeah, and it's he's kind of the he's reason I don't the... watch okay. Silicon All Valley right. Fair anymore. Enough. Fair I, enough. I just can't. I you know, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. I I, I don't discount his work, and and people love uh, him, and he certainly is a funny dude. But it's just he's just not somebody I. Uh, I dig on. I like that he hacks Lucas in this article. Yeah. That's really funny. So he's kind of uh so the character that he's going to be playing is sort of a, <laughs> like a freelance bounty hunter. His character is apparently obsessed with Boba Fett. And he kind of says, I'm kind of like Boba Fett. He's like, I even tried to do Boba Fett's voice a little bit. You know, I had all three lines to, to go off of, but um, I don't know. I, I, my biggest concern is not that it's, Personally, my biggest concern is not that it's T.J. Miller. It's that when you have when you have um, a book as rich as Ready Player One with so many characters who are all really important to the story. Yeah. Why do you create a new character? It, 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 the, 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 there's a big risk of this muddying the waters yeah. of, uh, of this of this story that Ernie Klein uh, wrote. And it's it's very clean and, and seemingly I, I don't want to say easily adaptable, but. It's it's easy to stay faithful to, and yeah, I'm, why? I'm just I'm I'm unnerved Did, that they've and, added. And if you see Ernie Klein write the screenplay, I don't believe so. I no, I don't believe so either. But um, he also says that uh, he also says um, I'm not in the book. Some plot points are different, but I'm the only new character. So Spielberg has has toyed with the story a little bit too. Again, I I don't know why he felt ready to do that, but. Uh, we'll um, see. I don't know. I mean, I'm still looking. I'm still I'm looking sure forward he has to a it. Very but. good reason. Un- unless, unless he's making adjustments to, uh, to try and and make a fresh surprise of the the little twist, twist regarding maybe. one of the characters, because anybody that's read the book is anticipating that. But I mean, let the people that read the book anticipate it. Right. That's fine. Because uh, it's also a great route to representation too. So I, I, yes, I, I can't fathom they've taken that character away. They'd be, no. they'd be out of their mind. What's that character's they'd... name? Uh, H. No, he re- he. Uh, T.J. Miller references H in the okay. in the article, and H. So okay. H is in there. Um, um, so that's I, what I'm going to say. It was H, right? I, yeah. It's they're just muddying the waters, or, or may, may, I mean, you know, when you add somebody like this, often it's a person who's uh, kind of to be present for some form of exposition, right? So maybe you know he he kind of serves as explaining some of the things as we uh, maybe. go along that maybe couldn't have. Uh, translated any better than without somebody to kind of you know fly in and say hi here's what's happening right and yeah, maybe I, I I I really don't know I'm 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 nervous I'm nervous about that it's the first bit of news for, I'm excited as hell for the movie uh, but that's the first little thing that kind of popped up on the radar and made me go uh oh uh oh 
Um, now for the musical portion of the show. Yes. Everybody get your tap shoes. Jesus Christ Superstar is coming to NBC. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. In Easter of 2018, this is a, a live staging of the classic musical. What's the bus? Tell me what's happening. What's the bus? Tell me what's happening. I, I, I love that show. I did too. Oh, it's a great show. I mean, I it's have, a rock opera. I mean, yeah, it's I not have, just a musical. So I... I have nightmares of working on the set of that show, but I, but I have that. I love that show. I, I, I struggle to see how they're going to pull this off with commercials. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a very it straight goes one line show. thing into another. Yeah. There's no breaks. Yeah, I don't know. They'll figure I, it out. I don't know, I guess. Um, it might be jarring, but they'll figure it out. Fox. But they'll just stick the commercials in the show. Like, I don't know how to love Pledge. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, a bill. Um, <laughs> Fox is going to be staging um, an adaptation of Rent. Okay, this is the one we're going to stop and talk about because now that I've read this, oh, article, I should have done this last then. Why? Because I wish I should have done Christmas Story first because that's a throwaway. That's, Fox that's... is also doing Christmas Story in December. That's close. That's more closely based on the Christmas Story musical that was on Broadway Correct. last year. Did you yes. just call a Christmas Story a throwaway? No, the no, 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 is... no. The musical is the, the movie is a classic. The yeah. musical is also. Wonderful. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, really? I had read, it, oh, it's, I had read I bad reviews. It's, so did I. It, it's, it's well, it, it's fun. It's a really okay. fun, fun okay. musical. I, I had a friend who performed well, it. Well, then we get to the, see it. In, yeah. uh, there was a production that was done in Indiana, I think, a while okay. ago. Uh, fitting. Um, that a friend of mine performed in and uh, had the time of his life, and it got great uh, great attention and reviews out there. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a fun show. It's, okay. it's, a, it's a different approach to it, but it's really uh, it's still. Uh, I'll give it a shot. No, it, I think it'll be a good time. It's a classic. TNT runs it nonstop, yeah. like on Christmas and, Eve, right? and I watch yeah. it every year. Every you year, know what multiple I, times. Do you know what I discovered this year on Mother's Day? What IFC uh-huh. runs Mommy Dearest. Oh, oh wow! No. Twenty four hours. Wow! And I was like, wow, this movie is so bad. Good. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. really funny, yeah. All right, uh, so back to Rent. Okay, yes. since I've now just read the article, now I'm completely panic-stricken. Because, right. A, it's being done by Fox. Yes. Right? Here's how they describe it. Uh, it, was set, uh, it was set in New York City's East Village and tells the story of a group of young artists trying to make it in the big city. That is not what Rent is about. Not at wow. all. That is not even remotely what Rent is about. Yeah, no. Fox is already destroying it in the fucking press release. So what you can expect is this thing is going to be killed. They're going to strip the hell out you of it. You can't. Who's, who's the source on this article? Because I, is this actually Fox's words in their own press release, or is this what somebody is reporting on what Fox has announced? Because it like- it's, it's Fox has announced a live musical production of blah, 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 blah. blah. Like this could very easily be somebody else's boneheaded writing before we before we put this on Fox. Like that's whoever that's, that's whoever wrote this doesn't know what Rent is about. So it says it says the title is so iconic, the music is so beloved, and the themes are meaningful today as they were when the first show premiered on Broadway. With Mark overseeing the project, we're sure it will have a profound impact on the legions of fans who know and love this musical. That's Mark Platt, who's going to be uh, producing it along with the family, um, right? The family, Jonathan, the Jonathan Larson's, Larson's estate. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, Mark Platt, you would know from La La Land. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wicked. Yeah, I think he worked on Wicked. Um, so uh, look, I mean, the, it's it's know. in good hands. It's, just, it's, it, the, but the, how is the, the writing con- of this article was not? But, but how I, is the most listen. conservative? How is the most conservative television network going to tackle the topics Whoa. of rent? Okay, Fox, the TV channel, is not the most is not is not Fox News. I know, but it's it's still owned by Rupert Murdoch, though. Yeah, but it, Fox is not a conservative entertainment channel. Fox, yeah. the channel, Fox, no, yeah. no let's talk way. about Let's just talk about let's 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 get the bare bones here. All right. The word AIDS does not appear in this article. No. How are we talking about the musical Rent and we're not talking about AIDS? That word does not appear in this article. They don't even mention the song, Everyone Has AIDS. (laughs) That's That's like the showstopper, the whole thing. I don't believe this is that uh, musical. He died of AIDS. Oh, it's a stopper, right? There's not one mention 
of that, and that is that's a pivotal point. A pivotal point. It's like the <laughs> pivotal point. Yeah. Everyone in the show has AIDS. <laughs> no, no pun intended, except like one guy. One, yeah, two guy, three, two, two girls, one guy. Everyone else has AIDS. <laughs> yeah, and they don't even mention. That's like that. they were handing it out on the corner. It's a it's and a, you have AIDS. It's about a and group you have of AIDS. group of young artists who are trying to make it in the big city. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding they me? Don't AIDS, they don't they mention AIDS. They don't mention AIDS. They don't mention dying. They don't mention dying. Like, oh, I don't know, at least one character homo- in the... Homosexuality. None of that. All no, of that yeah, is... Yeah, they don't mention of, homosexuality. Because no. no. that's not important to rent. Holy rent is an shit. educational program which will tell you exactly how many minutes are in a year. That's right. That, that's, that's what we get out of rent. I don't know. I, I don't no, know. it's... Fu- I'm, I'm, I'm a scared. terrified. All right. Um, where are we time-wise? Uh, uh, we are at the 34 mark. All right. Maybe, um, maybe we take a break. Eh? I think we should take a break. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, let's let's take a break because we don't have a lot for segment two tonight. So we'll take a break now. All, all right. right. And with that, OG, we will take our only break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 453. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Good. Uh, the one we're calling When Is Enough Enough? Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Forgive me if I don't shake hands. Hi, this is Val Kilmer from the movie Tombstone. You're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Isn't that a daisy? And he really is big. What an ugly thing to say. Stay tuned. I'm your huckleberry. My mind is clear now. For it, the myth from the man you will see where we all soon will be and go. <laughs> Jesus! Just started to believe. Anyway, anyway, it is good music. <laughs> it's a rock opera, but I mean, it's like, but it's good. It's it's good. So- the whole soundtrack is good. It's true. I'm terrified about that red thing. So. All right, we are back. Of course, that little ditty is from Jesus Christ Superstar. And speaking of Jesus Christ Superstar, buildr2d2.com. I'm, I'm not at all um, sure how that ties in to 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 R2D2. I think if you work it through, OG, you'll you'll see where I was going. Does that have to do with midi chlorians? Because if it is, I'm no. gonna punch you in the deck. Oh, boy. You are not supposed to ever say the M word, sir. I'm just saying. That's wow. a thing you were not supposed that's to do. Masochistic? That's a name I've not heard in a long time. Oh, Ben. Long time. Oh, Ray's granddad. <laughs> uh, BuildR2D2.com, as you heard during the break. The one-half scale uh, R2D2 fully functioning droid, which you can build and own and create and maneuver. And manipulate. You can build the build R2-D2? You can. Wow. It's the whole point of the thing. As we (laughs) have been doing, uh, we're going to point out, we're going to talk about one of the exciting features. Today's feature is pop-up lightsaber. Nice. What? As in The Return of the Jedi, R2-D2 has a hidden extra Luke Skywalker lightsaber, which will pop up on demand from the pneumatic ejection tube in his head. 
There you go. So there's just nice. another little, I guess it's a tiny little lightsaber. You're a pneumatic ejection. So too. if you're interested in this, you can go to yes. buildr2d2.com. Or you can give them a call. 877-544-6779. Give the letters. We don't have the letters. Uh, I just want to see if we can figure it out. Really all right. Quick. I think I did at one point. It was like Gerplakny or something. <laughs> it was something outlandish. Gerplakny. Um, we have some more news, but we also have a voicemail this week. Oh, I think we should, oh. we should get to that. Is it, a tele, is it a tele-friend voicemail? Is, or we, we it, only got emails for that it this is, week? Is not, no, only emails. No okay. voicemails. Right. So all let's, do, let's do the voicemail. Here we go. All righty. Hey guys, it's West Coast Scott at Y-M-I-N-C-A on Twitter. Uh, I just had a question about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I did enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it quite as much as the first one, but if some of our former bad guys are kind of getting a little bit of redemption, my question is, did it bother you at all that Yondu straight out murdered hundreds of people on the ship? Couldn't you find a better way to maybe, you know, leave them on a disabled ship or something? I realize it was a mutiny and they're all bad guys, but did he have to straight out murder all of them? Anyway, I just wanted to know if you had an opinion on that. Love the show. Keep up the good work. And we'll see you guys. Hopefully, I'll see some of you in uh, San Diego soon. Well, shit. (laughs) What? Did it spoil something for you, PK? Yeah, I, I guess. Not, you know the not, rules. It's my own fault. I, you know, really. We haven't uh, been able to pull off going. You know I, the rules. I have two weeks, so it, it happens. Um, so I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> so, no. I don't think it... I don't... I didn't bother no, me. They're all... They're, in essence, space pirates. Not, not only that, but I think... I think Yandu's redemption is really kind of narrowly focused. Right. And I think at the end of the day, he's still a Ravager. And he's exactly. still, That's he's my still, point. He's still a bastard at heart. Yeah. yeah. He's a good bastard, but he's still a bastard. Yeah. And, and just like on any pirate ship, if you try to mutiny against the captain, you get killed. Right. And I think I think it's a power play. I yeah. think he has no choice. I think, I first agree. of all, I don't think he would have been able to escape. Right. And secondly, I think he has no choice. He needs to set precedent that, no, Taserface and yep. those of you who went along with him, sorry. Sorry, I got an arrow for Didn't you. work out. I know how to whistle a happy tune. <laughs> so, uh, so in answer to your question, it really didn't bother me personally. Nah, I, and again, totally it, within his character. And, yeah, and and also, I think that's. I don't think his redemption at that point in the movie is solidified. I think it's still kind of you know malleable, flex. <laughs> yeah, it's malleable, flexible. It could be molded. Um, but thank you for calling the GVM line. Again, if yes. you'd like to call the GVM line and participate in one of our episodes, you can call 201-730-BKGS. That's 201-730. That's a shame about that, too, because <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I was really doing good. Right <laughs> doing really good about dodging the spoilers for that. That's but, not uh, – honestly, that's not the, a huge – It, it doesn't yeah. sound like a major spoiler because Yondu is Yondu. So yeah, I, he is. Yeah, that's, that's how much something I can see coming. So uh, not, not a worry. I'm not uh, that offended. There you go. Um, and as far as San Diego <laughs> Nobody is Nobody told you how Gru dies in this one, right? Yeah. Uh, no, not yet. Okay. I haven't heard that one um, yet. And as far as San Diego goes, I shall be there representing this lovely podcast. So hopefully and, I will run into you. And uh, I shall be contacting you soon to talk about the exclusives <laughs> that I need you to get from me. <laughs> So, so far, uh, the number is three, sir. The number go. is three. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on, though, to the rest of our news. Um Cancellations and pickups. Powerless was canceled after one season. That kind of makes me sad a little bit. I was really enjoying Powerless. I thought it was actually really funny and clever. Eh. Um, and it take it took pot shots at uh, at the Warner Brothers universe, so I was okay with it. Um, American Gods has already been renewed for its second season, to no one's surprise. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arrested Development is coming back for a season five. Jason Bateman made that announcement yes. um, via the social media earlier. And that's definite, or are we just watching it happen no, every that's... single day in real life? Like... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Different um, thing. No, look, I, I really I'm, – I'm excited to have it come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hope, though, that they go back to more of the show's formula and not the Netflix and formula. And that, that is right. apparently what is happening. They're yeah. going – but they're all shooting, shooting all together. I think they heard so. the – they, they heard the cries. Yes. They have certainly listened, and I think that's all going to be course corrected for the new look, season. Don't get me wrong; I still enjoyed season four, right? But the synergy and the chemistry was, was off. It was missing something because there it, was because a, of the way it was handled. A puzzle piece was askew. It's, it yeah. had some. It was still funny as hell yep. in, right. uh, in a lot of in a lot of great spots. But it, it was just something was kind of uh, not not quite not quite. 
But I think this will fix and, that. And look, any any chance to see David Cross play that character again? Oh, for is, God's sake, is, yeah, all of them. I'm all, oh, on board. Oh, and all Tony Hale too. No I one, just can't get enough watching him on anything. There are so. no weak links no, uh, no. anywhere in that uh, in that show. Anyway. So. There you go. And speaking of stuff coming back, uh, Will and Grace coming back to NPC. Yeah, I NBC, saw that. I saw that. And The Roseanne Show. Yes. Eight mm. episodes coming in 2018 with the original cast. Including Sarah Chalk. Yes. Who's going to be playing a different character. Yes. But they're bringing her she's on board. She's not even Becky? She's No, no because the original, the original Becky, Becky is coming is back. Coming back. So Sarah Chalk's going to be somebody so else. Sarah That's amazing. Chalk is going to... So, and the, the real big question here is... How do they bring Dan back? I mean, because he's dead. It's it's either Dan from not necessarily Dan from Beyond, but I'm I'm thinking it's Dan in her head. Yeah, and she talks Could to be. him for for guidance, but Dan Could is be. in her head. Well, the rumor uh, or, was, or, or or the Dan's fate is is some form of dream sequence because the lottery storyline is is outlandish yeah. enough, and his death is outlandish enough. Yeah. to be all part of a dream that well, she wakes up from when this thing starts. Up. And they also said, and the other rumor was that he faked his death. Yeah, too. Somehow they were going to have that play in. Because so. you, 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 you have to have limit. John Goodman involved. You have to. Sky's the limit. I Anything. mean, you have to. That um, last season, I don't know if you're a Roseanne fan or not, but that last season was not good. No, without him, not good. No, yeah. not good. No, that was rough. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that's how they, maybe, maybe it is all a dream sequence, and that's how they maybe. explain away Becky, maybe. too. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm leery of that, because I, 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 I'm normally excellent about separating the art from the artist. Yeah. Uh, but she's fucking crazy pants, dude. Yeah, she's a bit she's, she's a bit nutty, right? She's fucking crazy pants, and and hardcore uh, supporter of uh, uh, of folks that oh, whatever your line is, yeah. I don't care. Uh, she's just nuts. She's yeah. just absolutely nuts. Is she, and, is she and conservative? I, you, oh, you, you, uh, she who Roseanne is conservative? Yeah, but but it, she's like kind of gone in this direction. Like she's she's a Trump supporter. Yeah, and really? That, where she, for a time, like she she was she's been talking crazy pants for years. Yeah, but I for a time she was she was, she was independent, uh, staunchly independent, staunchly. Uh, I think she even aligned libertarian at one point. But uh, she's she's all behind uh, uh, Trump now. And it, really, it's, it's, I haven't seen any of that. I, uh, it's bizarre. Wow. It's just, she's she's just it's just I, 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 you go through her Twitter feed every now and then and go just go. What do you want? <laughs> um, I love Aunt Jackie on Big Bang. Yeah. So you yeah. know. Yeah, and her daughter. We I think we talked about this on the show, right? Lauren Maycalf's daughter. Yes, is going to play. Sheldon's mother in the spinoff. Yes. Which I think is really it's excellent. Very funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're all coming back. Uh, all the original cast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that should be very exciting. The Sarah Chalk thing didn't happen in the last season, though. That was in the middle. And then original Becky came back. Came back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, For whatever reason. Uh, we got some additional casting news. And this is the first of what I suspect is many. For, for the mutants. new mutants, right? So we have we knew Maze Williams was going to be playing uh, Maze. Maisie Williams is going to be was going to be playing. Sorry, I was thinking Lucifer because Lucifer is back. Uh, they call him or Maze Corn uh, Williams. Uh, Maisie Williams is going to be playing Wolfsbane, which we know. Oh, um, but Anya Taylor Joy is going to be playing. Um, Oh my god! I just blanked on it, and I read it this afternoon. Magic, magic, yes, and she looks like magic. Yes, like they 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 found someone who who looks the part. Right. Um. Um. I'm okay with that. You yeah. know, uh, magic is a good character. She's still floating around I, in X Men Blue. I just have no. Where is magic floating around right now? It's blue, PK. isn't is, it? Is she in blue or is she in gold? Uh, she's in blue. She's in blue. Okay, so yeah. there you go. So uh, it's she's a good character. It's sister to. Colossus. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know that. Um, but I, this is coming out in 2018. I'm just like. Mm, I uh, So I like the book, The New Mutants. Yeah. Um, the I new like, one that just started? I haven't read the new one. But traditionally speaking, mm-hmm. I like New Mutants. That was this week, I um, think. Yeah, it was. Um, this week is New Mutants number one. Oh, is it? Oh, maybe I'll check it out. I might check it out. Um, I like. I like Magic and Wolfsbane. Like, those are two characters that I enjoyed. Right. So, I'm okay with it. It's going to be... I'm assuming it's going to be in the Deadpool X-Men universe. So, I'm okay with that, too. Um, I don't know. Is it? I think so, yeah. Okay. So, look, I'm, I'm... I don't hate... I don't hate everything that comes out of that universe. I don't hate everything that comes out of that universe. You know? Like, I, I'm just mostly... steady slide word down. I mostly enjoyed Days of Future Past. I had some issue with it. Mm. Um... Apocalypse was a bit of a train wreck. 
Um, yeah, that's but, what I mean. But Logan think, was but Logan was good. Was Deadpool their, was good. The weakest of the bunch. Yeah, in, in my since opinion, since X Men Three. Yeah, yeah. But but First Class was good. So, first Class was really good. Yeah, Age of Apocalypse. Okay, not so good as First you mean Class. Days. And Days of Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, Days of Future Past. And then Apocalypse. Yeah. really not good. But mm-hmm. Deadpool was really good. Logan was really good. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there is there is room in that universe oh, yeah. to produce good quality content. We'll I'm see. okay with that. Um, so yeah, we have that. But again, this is coming out in 28 April it, it 2018. To so casting has got to be a brill. fast and if furious. It boils down to to passion uh, for the for the source material, casting, and 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 minimal meddling. And I think yeah. Fox has has learned uh, they've t- uh, taken a page from uh, you know what Disney's doing with Marvel and Star Wars, uh, and they're taking a page not from what. You know, DC suits are doing with, right. with sticking their hands in every fucking thing, and they're they're kind of letting shit go. Like they let Deadpool be, you know, Ryan Reynolds' baby, and that and that whole team, and the same thing with Logan. They're like, man, gold, have fun. Yep, and you you get gold that way. So that's uh, you get man gold. They get man gold. <laughs> uh, that's American God season two. Would you man spread uh, man golds? I no. Would you mansplain man while gold? wearing a man bun I in your? I would not. Man, I would rompers. stop samurai chopping man bun off. Stop saying um, rompers. I had an argument about or, that today. Somebody told me that rompers never went out of style, and because I made the I made the assertion that Lena Dunham is responsible for the return uh, of the romper. Yeah. Somebody's like it? they never went away. I'm like, what? I haven't seen a romper for probably a hundred years, and all of a sudden, girls comes out, and all of a sudden, rompers are back. And, and now there was an article: uh, man rompers are coming. <laughs> Bro- rompers <laughs> yeah they look Grompers. like rompers you know what they look like they look like old old fashioned 1920s like like men's bathing that was suits. Oh, that was a no. whole lot of words you just used yeah. to say re fucking ridiculous yes 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 yeah yeah anyway. right up until pk showed up in one <laughs> so, no no i'm gonna nay, sh- i'm gonna be the one nay that to the one. pk romper Speaking um, of uh, West Coast Scott, yeah. product, product, yeah, and this is this is this is our wrap up tonight. This uh, this is our final bit for the show tonight. This product, it's a good one though. Okay, I'm just saying All this right. is the end. It's that's it. This is this is the end. My Hasbro has announced there. The end. If he can talk over you yeah. when you're trying to do the numbers, then I can yeah. sing over you while you're trying to introduce product. Uh, Hasbro has announced their Marvel um, San Diego Comic Con exclusive uh-huh. this week. It is a 12 inch comic book version Daredevil figure. Yes, from so that 12 inch Ultimate line that they have out. Correct. It's like the Legends large right. line, which I kind of really still want that Spider Man. And the it's everywhere. I know. I just don't want to spend sixty dollars. Um and. And Daredevil, we know, was already in production. Right. So they've simply swapped it into a box. Yeah. I think we have an image of it, too. We do. And yeah. um, I think there's some additional bits to it. than um, Because I still think there's going to be a retail version of the figure. Yeah. So that they've added some. I think that's some, the reason it's the exclusive yeah. is because it's already in production. It's already pro- I think. Fuck it. Six cents to make a different box. Let's do no, that. I think it's that. And I think they're also still hitting on the fact that daredevil is popular right now with defenders coming out in Uh august defenders is gonna have a big presence i suspect at san diego this year and yeah because the star wars ones are probably costing them an arm and a dick so they need to make up the money else no they need to spend less money on the yeah but you make up on it yeah for for doing that same thing we were saying the same thing just different ways um but yeah the figure looks great check it out um I'm gonna say I'm gonna throw out there now. Check out. Um, he's been a friend of us, our, our show for years, yes. and he's already started posting photos. Yep. So go over to Awesome Toy Blog. Matt is the guy that runs that. He mm-hmm. has a page that is dedicated to just San Diego links. It's broken down by retailer with links and pictures and booth numbers and all of your pertinent information. So go over to Awesome Toy Blog. He's already got a bunch up there, um, and that's where I go. That's where I go to. To, to stay on top of stuff and make my little list. So. Attention, West Coast Scott. This would be yeah. number three on the list. So, number three. So, uh, so yeah. So check that out. Check out Awesome Toy Blog. Check out this Daredevil piece. And uh, yeah, we. I, I would suspect in the next two or three weeks we're going to start hearing about um, the. I, I suspect that the San Diego exclusives are going to get a bit. I know. Well, we rapid. we talked about four of them already. I think uh, now, we've talked about point. all the Hasbro ones. No, not all of them. Three of them. Well, so okay. Far. We've talked about the Hasbro ones that are Daredevil, out so far. It's the Lucan, right? Uh, the Land Speeder, Speeder the it's, six inch one, and it's Thrawn and Thrawn, right? And we talked about the white, the Boba white Fett from, from Tomashi Nations. Nations. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, and I think there are one or two smaller ones from smaller independent companies, but it, they might be interesting to you. So check them sure. out. But I suspect in the next two or three weeks, we're going to start getting um, all of that information because now, you know, we're, we're two months away from San Diego. So um, I think that's it. That can't be. I think that's it. What? What? I'm no? looking in the Prepsheetica. No. What about we did all the trailers and shit, right? What yeah, about we did all the, the Orville trailer? Oh, we didn't do the Orville trailer. Oh shit, we See? we skipped that. We all should right. do the Orville trailer. So, we didn't talk about War on the Planet Apes. We didn't do trailers. Oh, I'm sorry. We 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 I forgot. Oh, you rush rush. I'm not rushing us. We jumped ahead on the gifted uh, thing that, that's and lost track. Yeah, that's right. That's I happened. was following the Prep Sheetica, sir. All right. Well, let's, and then it said product, and then after so product. War of the Planet of the Apes. Let's talk about that. Amazing. Looks great. Yes. This uh, is the amazing. This is the third and final one. Is that? I don't think they've said final it's, it's third and final in quotes i think it might be the final i think matt reeves is departing at that point okay. i think he's basically granted he departed for the second film but he's right. kind of he's rounding out what has been envisioned as, as a trilogy for his contribution to it right but uh, you know we'll see how the, how the film ends sure uh but i did i, I read certainly something possibly about open to to uh, charlton heston further. no they used uh, they used uh, some charlton heston dialogue from a movie uh, yeah. in the pre-trailer to the final trailer. Oh, okay. That's okay. all it was. Okay. okay. Um, but as far as being involved in the film, I don't think they're actually using any of that in no, the no, actual no. movie. It's just a little <laughs> tip of the hat in the promos. So we're at the point now. Where where are we at the point now with in regards to the old films? War of the Planet of the Apes was one of the old films, wasn't no, it? No, it would no. be Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. This okay. would be technic I mean, they're very they're very loosely sort of following sure. those because I mean, technically if we're talking about a, a single timeline in which all these take place, all of this stuff would take place before much prior. years before before Charlton Heston lands. Oh, okay. Okay. So this this could end with the nuclear war, which creates yep. the the uh, the neutrals or the whatever zone, the forbidden zone right. in the original movies, right. you know, like that's the that's how they could tie this in, really. Okay. Um, now th there's a nod in the in the original film. There's a nod to uh, the space crew that's uh, lost uh, out yeah. in space. And you whatnot. see them launch. Yeah, and yeah. they they use his name, Colonel Taylor. Yep. They they yeah. say so. They all of that. They yeah. they nod to all that, and they're off lost in space. So it's it's conceivable that they could maybe nod to that again. Uh, towards the end of this film, it's it's still where this film seems to fall. I, I don't think it's the kind of thing where it's like, hey, here's going to be the Easter egg where we're at the end of the movie. You know, the the wars have all been fought, and then all of a sudden we see you know Heston's capsule coming right. in for a crash landing. I don't think they're going to unite no, the timelines no, no, no. quite it's too, so no, it's too way too soon. soon. Yeah, way okay. way too soon. Yeah. Um, but we'll probably see some form of a hat tip to that. I think, uh, and. Uh, it, if, if this is the kind of thing where they're definitively ending with this trilogy and there there yeah. are no more of these kinds of eight movies to be planned, yeah, they might tip the hat one more time. To, and and to don't what's forget to also, in the original Planet of the Apes movies, only two of them take place in the future. Like in the far-flung right, future. Right. Because in the third one, they come back in time. Uh, right. Cornelius Zira and the other one, right. Milo. Uh, they come back to what is current day Earth, you know, whatever. I think yeah. it's the year 1971 or mm. something, whatever it yeah. is. And uh, and then that from there, that would be that's Escape Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, and Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Those three movies are about their son, well, the birth of their son, right? Conception, birth, and the, when he takes. They over. focus right. on Caesar. Caesar, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. different Caesar. But like that's it's just running. They're they're kind of parallel storylines. Like you can see the connections between them. Sure. So they've kind of sort of redone those later three films. Well, mostly the late the last two films, Conquest and Battle. It's kind of where these films are covering. All right. The, these middle two. So two. it looks good. It's coming out soon. Yep. Check yeah. it out. Looking very forward. The to Orville. It. Orville. Um. I like the trailer. It looks like the kind of show that I would like until it gets canceled after one season. Seth, yeah. Seth Trek. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's basically, I mean, he's, he's basically adapted. It's galaxy quest for, yeah. for TV. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's a bit of galaxy quest mixed in with, I don't know, a couple of other things. But I don't know that I would go galaxy quest because part of the thing that I like about galaxy quest is that it is parroting the actors. Yes. Of star Trek. No, no, but what I mean, the, if Galaxy Quest truly existed as a show, 
right? Yeah, that, I think right. he, I think it, would be this. it seems like he's bringing Galaxy Quest, you know, a, a, right. in, in a comedic form. Uh, to you. I know uh, they lampoons the actors, but if, if yeah, like like the Galaxy I, I Quest, get what, the, I get what you're saying. The, the tone Galaxy of Quest, Galaxy Quest, the movie actually set in space yeah, with that right. that same kind of the Galaxy tone. Quest comic book that came out <clears throat> was actually just. It, it wasn't lampooning the actors. It was just a story set right. in the Galaxy Quest right. universe. And the, and the yeah. Galaxy Quest universe is a, is a dead serious yeah. Trek-like verse. Right. So, so there's, you know, that's why I say this is more the tone of Galaxy yeah. Quest right. put I into television it. form. Yeah. It's uh, Seth MacFarlane is helming the show both creatively and starring. Uh, Adrian uh, Padalecki? Padalecki? Padalecki. Padalecki. Yeah. Uh, Mockingbird, <laughs> before she was booed from S.H.I.E.L.D., right. um, is playing his... Ex-wife slash first officer, first officer, which is awesome. So that's funny. Um, Can I just say she she plays the the feisty fighting uh, uh, character uh, to a T. I, I as as much as Shield had pissed me off after a while, the dynamic between her and uh, Nick Blood, yeah. was outstanding. I and actually she, think that spinoff she, show had it been made would have been great. It would have been a fun time. She's got she's got a really great fun edge to her, and, and it comes through again in the trailer for this yes. one too. I think I think. Just in the trailer alone, she she and Seth really play well off of each other, and and I think that's going to be going to be fun to watch. I mean, I hope I hope that it lasts long. Look, Seth MacFarlane has a pretty good track record. I think pretty much everything he's I mean, touched has turned to gold. Don't hope out of the gate, but I mean, that first episode could hit around. It could be a piece of steaming shite in space. Right, but right. But, uh, but I hope it's a good show, and I hope that if it's a good show, that it it has legs. In but. space, your shite doesn't steam. Mm. <laughs> Just saying, that's a thing. Ew. Uh, also in it is uh, Scott Grimes. <laughs> yes, he's yep. an ER alum. Played Doctor Morris, one of my favorite characters. Uh, so and, I like him. And uh, an original fighter of the the Kreitz back in the uh, in the eighties. Crites? He was the kid in Critters. Yeah. Was he? With with Terrence Mann oh, wow. as as fucking the Bon Jovi lookalike <laughs> in the bounty hunter garb. Um we also Oh, the... Norm MacDonald is playing the gelatinous yeah, character. Yeah, he's playing the, yeah. the yellow blob. Yeah. Couldn't miss it. They his voice came right out in the trailer. Yeah, as soon as you heard his voice, you were like, hey, oh, okay. Hey, how's it going on the spaceship? Hey, hey. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope I hope that it's good. When is it coming out? Uh, yes. Is it? I don't think does it, it even say. No, it didn't say. Is Probably in the fall. Yeah, I feel these like are the... all fall trailers that are hitting now. Yeah, because all of the shows that they're canceling, they're they're starting to make cancellation notices, right. so they have room, they have space. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 interested in checking out Orville. And there was the gifted trailer. Good night, folks. So the gifted trailer, I'm interested. It looks okay. I'm confused by the inclusion of Blink, though. Because I thought this was supposed to be in the same universe as the films, and Blink was in Days of Future Past, and so which version is this the same Blink? Is it not? I don't. She looks similar. Yeah, well, she looks like Blink, but yeah, I yeah yeah. So it's Blink now versus Blink, yeah, Blink as an adult. Um, what's his name from True Blood? Is in there? <laughs> the guy you're always like, God, I know his name, yeah. and I have to see his face to go, oh, that's him. Stephen Stephen Moyer is that what Bill from True Bill Blood. Moyer? Yeah, no. I don't know. Well, that Someone guy. Moyer. That guy. Bill. Stephen Moyer. Stephen Moyer. Moyer. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, I'm, I'm okay. This is another one that I'm okay with. And everybody keeps telling me, no, you need to go back and watch Legion. You need to go back. You need to give it another shot. And I'm just like. Mm-hmm. It's an hour you'll never get back. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, what's her name? From Parks and Rec. Um, Audrey. Uh, not, Aubrey Plaza is, mm. is fantastic on Legion. Apparently, she's like. The best thing to happen since sliced bread. My but. favorite thing about her and Legion is the cosplay that dancer Kate pulled yeah. off with my yeah, buddy Jess. I, I saw that. Yeah, uh, that's basically all I know of Legion. Yeah, <laughs> at all. Um, but yeah, that that's it. That's it, folks. Hey, uh, you real sure? Quick, t- taking I'm it checking back. The prep sheet. Yes. Sure no, we're good. We're anything. good. Taking it back to uh, the connection, the Scott Grimes, which led to Terrence Mann connection. Yeah. Since eight, season two. Oh, uh, kicks hit up last soon. week. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's already available in full, uh, so you can binge it to to your heart's content. Uh, the wife and I have started it. We are two episodes in. It is. Uh, I love this show. Yeah. Uh, season one was tremendous. The Christmas special is a lot of fun. Uh, I really, I really dig the premise. I really dig the performers. And uh, you know, we, I, I poke and laugh about Terrence Mann and the uh, you know, Bon Jovi-esque look yeah. with, with the long frosted hair and the, and the trench coat and all that. First of all, he was a badass in the first Critters movie. Um, <laughs> definitely a badass. But he is, uh, frankly, terrifying. In Sense8. In Sense8. Right. And uh, I, I, it's, it's fun to see him, uh, see him 
uh, acting I, in some good sci-fi again. I started season one and I never finished it. And it wasn't for lack of want. I just, I some like somehow I fell off Got and then I just distracted. never, yeah, I never it's picked worth, it back up. It's worth picking up. It's uh, it's a unique show. Like I, I really, I really enjoy the premise. It's and and the way they convey the premise of the show, the connections that these yeah. these individual uh, characters in the cluster have, is uh, is really cleverly done. Uh, it it is something that could be confusing, but it's it's just not. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, because essentially they're all in each other's heads. So it's like, well, how are they joining each other in all these locations? But it's just, it's just the, the way it just addresses it and handles it. It just, it just works. It just happens, and it's. Uh, I, I really. I'll really try to revisit it over the summer when like other stuff is kind of. It's, on uh, it's an intriguing show. It's an exciting show. Um, it's well acted. It's it's a sexy show. It covers all your all your bases. And, like American uh, Gods. Like PK. Like well. <laughs> Tasty is how uh, PK described American Gods Minus, episode three. I I just did Two. not describe it as tasty. tasty. Did I? What did you? I, I recall I, him saying tasty. I don't recall saying tasty about American Gods. I'm pretty sure he said tasty. Okay. We could probably get the tape. I remember on that. talking about a lot of cocks in that show. <laughs> yeah, that's where I thought you said tasty in there. So there are there are less. Oh, I thought he said tasty cake. My my bad. <laughs> Oh All right. I think that's it, folks. Wow. I think it's too darn hot in here. This show is like the government. <laughs> <laughs> I said it in jest. Off I was joking. I was joking. Rails. All right. Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over did at... Say, did you say choking? <laughs> BK, BKGeekStuff.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, all uh, BKGeekStuff.com. That's all consistent there. On the social media, I am GeekStuffOG across all the platforms as well as the PlayStation Network. I'm Big Kev GS on the uh, Xbox Network and BKGeekStuff on... Twitter and Instagram. Them, yeah. K Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, don't forget, guys, of course, uh, Tell a Friend is going on yes. right now. So you can uh, We're going to pick our that. first winner next week. So All right. you still have time to get your entries in. There you go. Tell a friend to check out Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Have that friend call the GVM line. Uh, it's 201-730-BKGS. Or drop us a line over at Big Kev's Geek Stuff at right. gmail.com. And uh, you and your new friend and our new friend... We'll win a fabulous prize. No, we'll be entered to win a fabulous prize. No, no, they're going to win a fabulous prize. They're automatic. Everybody that sends you an email is going to win a fabulous prize. Oh, no, You're going to be specific. The person who wins. Will get yes. Oh, yeah, okay, I got it. But we're going to be doing multiple prizes is what I'm saying. <laughs> just, you just, yeah. Big Kev's just giving shit away. Here's, <laughs> a, here's a toenail. This I ran out of good stuff. This room is empty out in a hurry. I swiped this from OG's house. <laughs> Jeebus. And uh, I with think, that... I think with that, Big Kev. With that, OG, I believe we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying... Good night, Powers Booth. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.